This week on The Reverse Stick, we bask in grand final glory. We get to play with our new toy and we're going to talk some hockey as well. And welcome to the new slick, ultra-professional Reverse Stick Global Hockey Podcast. The global what? Global Hockey Podcast. I'm John Lee. The person that laughs at me every week is Matt Allen. Hello. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm, Look at yeah, this. like you say, basket in glory and looking at a very shiny little unit, uh, um, brightly coloured, all sorts of beautiful uh, neon buttons lit up. I can do this. And then, and then do that. You can. It's brilliant. I can keep look. Off. You can just do that, Amazing. can't you? Look, 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 I can, I can do this. Oh, very good. That was very good, mate. Anyway, this has been entertaining us for hours so far. We've actually had a few little audio issues getting the music in there in the first place, but it's we've been a we've, bit... we've, we've done it, and we're um, we're very excited to play with the new Roadcaster Pro, um, kindly supported and provided to us by our Patreon subscribers. If you want to help us out with our podcast endeavours, do get onto patreon.com forward slash the reverse sticker. John, the question as always: How's your hockey weekend? Oh, uh, well, mine was fabulous. How was yours, Matt? Ah. Uh, Equally fabulous, John. <laughs> yes, we both had had victories in the grand final. Whoops, that's no, the wrong one. It's the applause is, is what you wanted. It's on the other bed. Oh, uh, there will be a few, you know, teething problems as we we go along with this. But what was that? That was your phone. That wasn't the roadcaster. <laughs> <laughs> that was your phone. I did nothing then. Yeah, no. So right, yeah. So you played Saturday afternoon, Saturday afternoon. over fifties Divi Two Grand yep. Final yep. after winning the minor premiership. Yep. Um, you played against the team that finished second in the ladder in the in the regular season. Yeah, the team against that we you. hadn't beaten, drawn both games during the regular season. Yep. Um, so you had a three thirty game. Yep. On the hallowed grass at Stevens Reserve in Fremantle. Wonderful afternoon. Take us through the take us through the game a little bit. Well, I'd say for the first three quarters we were crap, even though we led one nil at quarter time. Um, they came back and scored two goals in the third quarter, and we were looking a bit shaky and a bit dodgy and not playing very good hockey. So two one down at three quarter time. Two one down at three quarter time, but then uh, cream always rises, doesn't it? <laughs> and uh, we came back and scored the two goals we needed. Uh, scored the second goal about six minutes to go. Yeah. And um, just play, hung out from then, and it's a very good victory. Um, Considering we didn't really play that well for a majority of the game. Any highlight highlight goals in the game? Any super goals? Oh, Burjo got a great deflection. The winning goal was a great, you know, a ball hit from somewhere between the half line and the, the 25 from yeah. out on the wing, straight into the goal mouth and just laid the stick on it and straight past the goal. Beautiful. It was a brilliant deflection goal. And did the peanut gallery at the uh, at the top there oh, erupt? The, the peanuts, are, they, they were loving it. Oh, the, the home faithful were out in force. It was great to have a bit of a crowd cheering us on. Beautiful. There's nothing like hearing someone go, well done, Johnny Lee, from the sidelines and stuff yeah. like that. It's great. Or, oh, jeez, Johnny Lee. Well, that's what usually happens on a Saturday. I, I actually, I did hear you had a good game. I, I unfortunately I? couldn't make it. Obviously, last year I was there to video and, and unfortunately I was uh, earning some money and uh, getting involved in vehicle accidents. <laughs> you did, you had a prank, <laughs> didn't you? God, dear. But, well, the one good thing with it was that it took my mind off the grand final the next day. Um, which obviously I mentioned in last week's show that it really meant something yeah, yeah. to me and it had been uh, 
uh, playing on my mind all week. Well, anyway, yeah, have a, have a smash in the uh, the bus on the Saturday afternoon and suddenly you forget all, all about the anxiety of a grand final, which we went out and uh, we won three nil over the side. Good victory. It had beaten us three times this season. Um, so yeah, fantastic. Uh, two good goals. One absolutely terrible goal. It's one of those ones where <laughs> keeper goes keeper goes one way. Uh, the shot's aiming one way, but it sort of came off the toe of the stick and rolled past the keeper's left leg, and he just stood there staring and couldn't move a muscle. And let's let's be uh, you know give the keeper some credit here. That young kid who was in goals has saved some absolutely cracking shots from that bloke that scored yes, it. Yeah, yeah. He would he knew exactly what was coming at him and yeah. thought, right, I'm I've got this covered. And <laughs> and he he reacted to the bullet in the top corner. Instead it was a little bibbly bobbly that went past his yeah. he couldn't move it. He'd already moved his body. He couldn't do any more moving. Yeah. We were only one nil up at that time and we we didn't score until the second half and that goal was the one which kind of put the made the difference and yeah. we relaxed a little bit and then got a cracker of a third one with the deflection Tommy into Cliff. the top corner which is beautiful and but great to see Tommy score that goal because uh, oh, yes. he had a really good game yeah yeah had, and, a, had a ripper no yeah. it was uh, great and so we we celebrated uh, long into the night at the new club rooms on the you on did. the Sunday night and then of course did the customary Monday march Celebrated long all day and into the night on Monday as you well. You probably shouldn't have posted those videos. Huh? Oh, that's probably... it. No, but they're on stories. It's all right. So they disappeared after 24 hours. <laughs> yeah. I'm good. News. Well, Matt, playing wise, not a lot. Were the was it the Asia uh, Junior under tournament? 21, under 21. Asian Junior. Yeah. If you go to the old TMS dot fih dot ch, you can find all of these results. And the uh, Air Asia Women's Junior AHF Cup, which was played in Singapore from the 9th to the 15th. And the winner there was Singapore. Singapore, yeah. I think for first ever Asian title for them as well. So well done. And under 21s, Uzbekistan in second place. Chinese Taipei, Hong Kong, China, Bangladesh and Sri Lanka rounding out uh, the rankings there. And a, a very good victory um, for the Singapore Girls. Great to do it on Ladies. home turf. Uh, Great to do it on home turf. Yeah, well done to them. That's the only real um, tournament that's been happening at the moment. It's been very quiet, major international hockey-wise. There are a few things coming up, though. We've got uh, some test matches, or one test match between Ireland and China. That's for the women coming up on the 22nd in Dublin. Uh, the US are taking on Canada at Lancaster for three te tests, uh, the 24th to 27th, once again senior women's. Uh, Belgium take on India and the men's for three games starting in Brussels on the 26th. There's also Spain and India, uh, once again the men's playing on the 28th and 29th, two tests there. Uh, Great Britain are taking on India from the 1st to the 4th in the women's, still be determined how many games. Uh, France and Ireland in the senior men's playing in Bordeaux, the first and second. And um, New Zealand and Japan men are playing uh, four tests, the 10th to the 15th of October. Uh, getting into October, we've got Sultan of Johor Cup from the 12th to the 19th, and then the FIH Olympic qualifiers get underway on the 25th of October for both men and women. Yeah, various look. venues and various teams involved there. Maybe we'll just quickly go through those and... Uh, let people know, FIH Olympic qualifiers, men. Um, yes, where are those fixtures? Just at the top there. Canada, oh, yeah. Ireland, Spain, France, 
Great Britain, Malaysia, Germany, Austria, India, Russia, Netherlands, Pakistan, New Zealand, Korea. That is, as Matt mentioned, for the men. And for the women, if we go down... Oh, no, that's the wrong page. Upcoming... We still have, we've got, we got the tr- slick. It's slick. Yeah, we've got, we've the, got the slick desk. Folks. We just got to get the slick presenters and we'll be right on it. Uh, for the women, those qualifiers starting on the 25th, they'll be running through to the 3rd of November. Come on, computer, hurry up. Everything else is slower now. Uh, those games, Australia versus Russia. Yes, the Russians are coming after all. The Obviously, Russians are coming? They are indeed. Well, we have got that nuclear submarine based down at Garden Island and the submarine. <laughs> <laughs> base up at Scanavan and or communications base. Uh, China, Belgium, Spain and Korea, Great Britain and China. Ch- China. No, it's Chile, isn't it? Chile, you're right. China play Belgium. See Chan. Uh, <laughs> got me that time. Germany versus Italy, India versus the USA and Ireland versus Canada. So good luck to all those teams in the coming weeks. Yeah, lots of domestic stuff happening though. We've, we've, we're seeing all of the, uh, certainly here in Australia and New Zealand, all the final series that are happening for the top leagues. Yep. Uh, they'll Local be streaming from the, uh, the Perth competition yep. this weekend from Ash Morrison, not the footy show. That'll be on the YouTube channel of Premier One. We've got the Ford NHL Final Four happening this weekend. That's always been streamed on Facebook, well, certainly the past two or three What's years. That? Sorry? What's that? So that's the, the interstate, uh, provisional championships over there so like like the AHL was over here so although Tasmania under 21 men's team have competed this year and it didn't didn't make it into the final four though oh I've never heard of this competition yeah we watched we watched the uh, finals of it last year the AHL not the AHL the NHL the Ford NHL the National National Hockey League in New Zealand always happens a bit oh, before yeah, yeah. the, sorry, the, the Australia one Australia. okay sorry no no no, 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 not, in, no not, there. not in Australia so yeah, that should be. Check out the uh, Vantage Black Sticks um, Facebook page this weekend. And hopefully they'll be streaming from that. There's some, some great competition last year when when we were watching it. Obviously, it wasn't that memorable though. Uh, <laughs> no, I remember now. I was thinking I got got a bit confused there, just for something different. We've got top leagues kicked off in England. Um, yep. Ireland, I think, is coming up this weekend. Lots uh, of people across the Northern Hemisphere getting their yeah, hockey that's right. Uh, but do check out Galvanised Hockey. Monday Night Hockey is back, so if you want to catch Brilliant. some of the action from some of the games uh, from the opening weekend last weekend, that's there, Galvanised Hockey. Anything more on the news? No, what that's else the, have we got? Uh, no I think that's it on the, on, on the news from me. Plenty more to talk about. You are listening to The Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. What have we got up next? Well, uh, what should we talk no, about? No interview this week, John. Do you know why? Uh, yeah, because we were working. Well, no, Keely <laughs> took up enough t- airtime last week to cover two weeks' worth of interviews. We've got to get her back on because I reread that rule again. Oh, dear. Thomas. I did. I reread it, and I'm, sh- I'm sure that you can tackle the bloke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you can't. I'm sure you can. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, Yes, yeah, so no interview. So uh, yeah, nice short and sharp show this week. We've been playing around with our, our new gear far far too much, and I've still got to go and pick up the kids. Oh, and just quietly while we're, while we're mentioning it, FH umpires. Yeah, go on. <laughs> the umpire on the, on the weekend, there was a thing, and the, the bloke played on, and I went, "Oh, hey, where was it?" And the umpire goes, "I oh, didn't really matter." And I turned around and said, "Yes, it did." Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, no, I do find that annoying when you set for five, from five metres from the incident. <laughs> you put your hand up, the umpire says yes, they then bring the ball forward, and you're, yeah. an, you're an infringement. You better. <laughs> yeah. Because if I had a guy... Well, you're very keen him, for the rules, aren't you? You, you know? would have pegged me for that if I had have tackled him. Yeah. Anyway. But it's all about the communication, John. So if you ask the umpire and they tell you something, then... That, that's you, you've done it. You know, it's 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 there's a contract there, a verbal agreement. Put it this way, he didn't blow it. He didn't blow me for it again, for the rest of the game. <laughs> well, he probably thought this bloke knows his rules. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Oh, interesting thing on the FIH website, John. I don't know if you spotted this. FIH at UN conference on good governance in sport. Oh. The International Hockey Federation was invited. This is a very long sentence. Obviously, here. didn't go. <laughs> the International Hockey Federation was invited at the United Nations Office on Drugs and Crimes two-day conference on safeguarding sport from corruption held on the third to the fourth of September in Vienna, Austria, to speak about lessons learned from its efforts on strengthening good governance and integrity within hockey. Among the high-profile speakers was Valerie Horinha, FIH Senior Legal Counsel, who introduced FIH's work in terms of good governance and shared advice on how to strengthen governance in sport. She spoke about the setup of FIH's Integrity Unit in 2018 nice. and its work bound nice. to the FIH Integrity Code. This code sets out general obligations as well as anti-corruption rules and applies to anyone involved in the activities of FIH. Moreover, she gave insights about FIH's continuously growing anti-doping program, its gender equality policy and further good governance programs that FIH is currently putting in place. International sports federations must implement good governance within their organisation to steer their sport in an increasingly challenging environment. FIH has shown its strong commitment to that by creating its independent integrity unit last year, Arinia said. Really? <laughs> well, it's great, it's great that we've learned so much in a year since the, uh, in, the integrity panel's been put together and we're able to go out and preach to the sporting world on it. Hurrah! I'm, Where's the round of applause aren't, you know, for us? Hey. Aren't we good? <laughs> Honestly, I'm staggered by that. I knew, is, I knew, is I knew you had read it. <laughs> is this the FIH telling people and lecturing on integrity yep. and, com and governance, yep. is it? Yep. The FIH? Yes. Guess where they should start with their integrity and governance commission? Go for it, mate. Uh, the, uh, the FIH... <laughs> Council or whatever they call themselves. What do they call themselves? Board. Board them. How about starting there? How about the fact that the FIH is so uncompliant with its own constitution that it should be wound up immediately? Honestly, that that is staggering hypocrisy. Well, staggering hypocrisy. World leaders, though, so it makes you question. They're what, world what leaders are, what, in not complying with what, their own constitution. What are the other sports up to, though? Oh, we could be king king of the pile. Just, just by being the, the the best of a bad bunch. I'm, I'm just getting sick of this idea that because you make grand statements about these sorts of issues, that you're somehow immune from them or shouldn't be checked for them. Really, untouchable. I'm, don't do not lecture anybody on governance and compliance, FIH, because you are shockers at it. Absolute shockers, and it's all out there on the on the books. You don't have to ask me to give you examples. It's all there plain, plain and clear and open to people to see. I mean, just... I knew you like it. You can't take it seriously. You I, cannot I, take it seriously and you can't say, take anything else they say seriously when they come out with that sort of drivel and their own organisations up shit creek. 
Sorry. Uh, Craig. I didn't load the beep on you. Oh, didn't you? <laughs> I got it wrong anyway. I was supposed to say, up shit. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but you know what I mean. No, I know, exa- I know exactly it, what you mean. Just, I, I cannot feel anything positive about that statement at all. I it just think you've got to be careful. Yeah. You, you've got to look a little bit inwards before you start looking outwards. And, and putting stuff like this on your website, for, for what reason? There just, would just be, be sports be quiet, laughing Be quiet because people are just going to bloody laugh at you. They, there would be sports laughing at that. They yeah. actually are compliant with their own constitutions. Yeah. Anyway, oh, got that off my chest, man. What else have we got? Uh, big stadium hockey is back. We meant to mention that last week because Ireland have uh, got those games coming up against China in Dublin. But the games um, for the um, uh, against Canada for Olympic qualification are being played at Energia Park in Donnybrook in Dublin. We're going to see another Polytan big stadium hockey um, temporary pitch roll out there. Yeah. Not as big a capacity as, as a, uh, the Stoop. I think it's about a 6,000 capacity um, for the ground there. Um, what do you think of it? It's a pity they don't have a hockey stadium they can play it in. Yeah, well, the, plan, it's, the plans are there, but there's building in place, and yeah. I think at the university, I think, isn't it? It's, um, but it's I mean, a, these, a, way, a way off. These things sound great. We had and, those issues with Bambridge before, didn't we? Yeah, but I mean, they, they 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 sound great, and yeah, it was it was a good buzz around the pro league moving to the big rugby stadium or whatever it was, rugby football, rugby, rugby yeah, rugby stadium. Yeah, I, I get all that, but as a um, as a default f- position for hockey, I think it's a terrible idea to think that we have to take our games to those sorts of venues. Apart from the fact that it's us forking out money, more money than we have. Than we need. Uh, I just don't. No, well, no, the argument is is that, that they're going to they're going to sell say six thousand tickets anyway, and they, if they were to hold it at a club where they could put the temporary stadium up, but the the cost of hiring in the gear, the infrastructure, the portable toilets, yeah, the, the yeah, railings, the, what, all of that sort of stuff. What, what is the cost of doing it there? Well. It's, it's supposedly less. It's cheaper to put the turf I'd down. Like, I would like to see that. Well, it'd be, in, yeah, well, it'd, it'd be interesting to know what that cutoff is with numbers. Was it at, at the stoop they needed to sell 10,000 tickets and that was your break-even point to be able to do it? Um, obviously, they've done the maths that they can do it with 6,000 here. Um, yeah, but what's, what's the cost of the tickets will be interesting, but I don't think they'd have any trouble selling that out in Dublin with the wave of success that Irish women's hockey has had. Um, you'd think they'd do the numbers easily there. And if so, why a 6,000-seater stadium? Why not a 10,000-seater stadium? Maybe it's just not available. I think sometimes also you've got to, got to understand that you, you're better off having a, a packed house of 4,000 and, uh, uh, you know, four thousand is the magic number. It's oh, the pro league magic yeah, number. And not many nations got to that. Not many got it or, no. to it at all. But if you are you better off with say a thousand people missing out, and you're getting a packed four thousand seat stadium, or you're better off having a ten thousand seat stadium or six thousand get in, but there's four thousand empty seats in the stadium. It's not that they're empty. It's because they're all at the bar. That's that's the problem. No, no they're empty. <laughs> they're empty. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I think maybe I think maybe I we can work. I haven't got the figures, so it's hard to make that determination. Yeah. Well, look, I think I think it's, it seems to be a good resolve for um, to save a lot of work for for getting the scaffold in, putting the seats in, put, doing everything that goes around it to to effectively create a pop up venue anyway. 
Well, you've got the venue, so you just do the pop-up pitch, and that's well, the, got, the thing of it the other 4, way around. We've got 4,000 people here at the hockey at Perth. Yes, yeah. With, with no temporary seating installed uh-huh. whatsoever. A lovely glass grass bank so you could sit on it. Yeah. And there was plenty of room. They could have got a couple more thousand in yeah. easily yeah. without any temporary seating whatsoever. So... Uh, is, it, is it the way we're building our hockey fields that mean that we can't get these figures in and have to go and buy? Yeah, well, of course it is. Like, we, like we we spoke with Keely. I don't know if it was on air or, or off air last week that to get their pitch, yeah. it had to be on the university campus. Well, they can't drink. They can't drink their sort of pit side. Now, one of the great things we can do at our new place, and we've always been able to do at the old place with the grass, is to have a couple of beers or, or light refreshment and uh, and watch on and enjoy the game post your game or just going down to support yeah. I think it is a struggle to get those supporters down if what do you mean I can't have a beer and watch the game um, if it's on a school campus uh, and, the, and there aren't any facilities you know sometimes not even a set of changing rooms yeah I mean for, for our turf that we built there's no way we could hold an event there because there's nowhere for anybody to sit or stand yeah, except yeah. for that one side of the field yeah. essentially Oh, you could. Uh, you could put up. You could put up stands down down the one end, down the the, the far end with it. Yeah, it's, it would it would be possible. Um, but we're not, to to. We're, not, we're not about to. We're not. We're not about to. Well, what I'm thinking about, about is when we're just taking the fence down. That's just a little bit well, of modification. <laughs> that's right. Big cyclone fence. Um, what I'm more getting at is that uh, developing our own venues. Because I posted this on Twitter. Where, where's the home of hockey? Yeah, well, where's, yeah, where's but our, Wagner was was what was the only real answer that was given. But yeah, if you, if well, you, where's our Wembley? Where, where's our Lords? Well, Wembley was, you know, for women's hockey in the late seventies and eighties. You know, they, right. they'd get the tens of thousands um, in there for it for grass hockey. But we don't we don't have any iconic stuff. Maybe Bubanesh was turning into that to a degree, but um, the other side of it is all hockey stadiums are pretty much the same, aren't they? Is 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 there some hockey stadiums have like unique touches to them that turn them into um, great iconic play. Could turn them into great iconic yeah. places. But on the well, what whole, about? Well, I'd, I'd say the the pitch in Gibraltar. <laughs> you know, there's a vista for you. And you probably don't have to go through customs to play there. No. <laughs> it's brilliant. Or just parachute, yeah. or, jump. Yeah, if you are just holding on to the, the wheels on the way, stow away. That's the only way we're getting it. <laughs> um, I don't know. Just a conversation. We're worth a discussion. But it's obviously something that seemed to have worked in England. They're trying it in Ireland. Um, I expect to see it a lot more. What I'm still surprised with is that we're yet to see that technology being rolled out in some kind of hockey fives format in city centre in London, in Leicester Square, or I don't know, wherever it might might well be. I think, I think we might see it in India this year, Matt. Potentially. Oh well, no. So no, no. I, I, I. I think you got it slightly wrong last week when you were talking about the, the senior nationals being replaced. This, what's coming up that oh, I read, it's the, no, 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 it's, it's the, uh, Hockey India National Seniors Fives competition. It's not a replacement oh. for the, the state competition. This is a fives version of it played at a different time of the year. Now, by, now, by the same teams that play in the National A division. Could, yeah, division, could, well, I don't know. Yeah, or, well, ho- or Hockey India League it would, franchises. Wow, that's it. No, I don't think it is the franchise. I think that's what's, got, that's what's coming next. That's what's hockey, coming next, the Hockey India October, League. Fives. November, December. We've got three months. 
and still no word on when the hockey fives are starting. Uh, hockey India League starting. Remember? Yeah. That? Yes. Yeah. 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 Remember yeah, that? Yeah. No, not a not a puff. Well, three and a half months, Pro League will be starting again, <laughs> and India will be involved. So that's that ain't going to be happening, is it? No, it's just not going to be happening. More and more disappointment. <sighs> Where, where? Oh, hang on. Oh, do you want to? Do you want, oh, you want me to play this one? You ready? Oh no! I'll, just I'll play just, something else. Uh, play, play the, play the yellow one. Oh no, this one. Hello, I'm Nick Irvin, and you are listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. I'm John Lee. And I'm Alan. That was quite smooth. It is, and this is the Reverse Stick, the same one that Nick was talking about. Thanks, Nick. Um, what to next? Oh, the the, the Twitter from um, Hockey Paper today. Was it a Twitter? The video? Oh, uh, yeah, something from some South African Junior Championships or something. It was a video of a lad doing a shootout um, in the kind of the refined manner that you, you really love. Yeah, I'm, I'm just worried. About, look, nothing against the player because he doesn't write the rules. He doesn't adjudicate the rules. He just goes out there and done it. But... When you pick the ball up and you stick at the 25-yard line, run all the way into the D, right up to the goalie with the ball on your stick and lacrosse it into the net, it's not hockey. There's absolutely no hockey skill on showcase there whatsoever. None, zip, nada. And it's a real blight on the game, I find. I don't really mind the shootouts. Penalty flick shootouts, whatever you want to do, go for it. I don't care. But, as long as you're not involved in them. Yeah, well, I can't flick, mate. I'm a shocker. Can't do a shit out either, mate. No. <laughs> <laughs> I get one in five. Head to our YouTube channel if you want to catch up <laughs> with that. Uh, there's Matt versus John TRS shootout. There's also or, another little, or not, if you don't want to. <laughs> another little video has gone on there as well today, John. Uh, unboxing video of the uh, the Roadcaster Pro. Um, if you just can't get enough TRS, <laughs> then uh, have a look at our YouTube channel. Please subscribe and uh, like the video. Likewise, get onto our other social media channels on to Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. All at the Reverse Stick. And well done for Kyle for scoring his goal. But mate, don't run up the field cheering because you've shown absolutely no hockey skill whatsoever. Well, why did we spend all that time dribbling in, in the air with the ball? We well, didn't even bounce it on his stick. It just sat on his stick like a lacrosse. It was exactly like you're doing a lacrosse. But did he... No hockey skill whatsoever. Did he pick it up like you did in our shootout and put it just on the end of the stick? He's not that skilled. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Not that skilled at all. No, I think a couple of bounces on the end of the stick is fair enough. Um, What would have been interesting in that one is if the goalkeeper had just stayed on the line. I reckon you've got to play the ball on the ground until you get into the D. Once you're in the D, you can lift it up and do what you want. You're just all about tweaking the rules, aren't you? No, I'm all about making it hockey and not lacrosse. Seriously. I know, I know, I know. I saw your face when you saw the video and you whinged about it for 10 minutes then. Sorry, folks. He's in a, in a pretty happy mood today, but you, some things just you know, really get his go. Sorry, Connor. I don't mean to pick on you, mate. It's not your fault. You don't write the rules. No, but it's, it's good. this is what we do, mate. We take advantage of, of gaps in the rules. And if something hasn't been written there, then we're going to do it, aren't we? That's hockey. Yeah. We're innovative. you got to dribble into the D. Show that you're a hockey player first, then do all your tricks. Anyway, yeah. I'll, just, I'll refer you once again to the TRS shootout video. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just check that out. Your turn. Go on. You uh, what else? Uh, hockey 1. We'll talk more Hockey 1 next week because that'll be uh, next weekend. Will will we? be the opening games. Uh, yeah, we'll give it, give it a mention. Um... Uh, when's knockout 16 that's coming up in the next couple of weeks isn't it in the Euros 
probably. Yeah, we'll have a chat about that next week as well. I've just wrote a, thing, a few things down. Uh, yeah, and no, I think it's the week after next. Um, oh, Boss F Hockey. Uh, check out Boss F Hockey on Instagram. Little promotion going on there with Carbo Hockey. Uh, win a new Phantom Stick. 100% carbon featuring Lobo. Ultra lightweight at just 500 grams. Uh, you need to like it and follow and tag and do some of those things. But yeah, check out and follow Boss F Hockey. Um, oh, I've got a little something from Jared Ivanovich. Yes, somewhere. you mentioned that. Let me see if I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll pull that up on the phone. Just fill for a moment, if you wouldn't mind. Just checking that was working. Oh, no, not that one. We need to go back here to get a bit of this action. Let's have a check. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> All the tricks. Oh, what have you got? Uh, still, I've got it. It's just taking oh. me a while to do that's the sound of me playing with technology. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully we'll be even more slicker next week because we'll uh, we'll have a few more little things loaded up on there. We're going through two microphones instead of one. You might be getting something a bit different this week. Here we go. I'm opening it now. Oh, good. It's it's a uh, penned letter to the reverse stick. Uh, I'll redact the praise <laughs> at the start. Um, <laughs> Here's a story from Jared. anyway. Our season here in Canberra is coming to the grand final weekend and my club, Queen Bee and United Hockey Club, has all three men's teams in their respective grand Queen finals. Bean. Do you want a round of applause? Thank you. Uh, the team's qualified as two minor premiers and fourth place. It's been a magnificent effort by all the teams and repeats the performance from last year in all teams reaching the grand final. Personally, I'm looking forward to playing in my fifth consecutive GF and aiming for my third win. On a sadder note... Yes. With the old, what? Oh, the sad one? Have we got a sadder note? No, no, that's not sad. We don't really have sad. All right. It will also be the last game for one of our goalkeepers and key club people who is being forced into retirement with a diagnosis of MS. Jade is the daughter of one of our other key goalkeepers who is a life member of the club and has been involved with the club for many years and in various roles. All the teams have an added incentive to do well uh, tomorrow to honour her and provide her with a fitting playing send-off. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Yes. Uh, would like to mention the good work done with the hockey community by the Living for Hockey organisation, raising mental health awareness and support within the community. would also like to include a shout-out to MS Australia for their work in research and support for this disease. Uh, and then uh, Jared goes on to say he'll be in WA soon, John. Yes. Uh, down in the southwest, uh, representing the ACT and the over 55s, did he two men? Yep. Um, so hopefully you two will be able to catch up for a beer. Yeah, depending on how the fixtures are and stuff, because we're spread across Bustleton, Bunbury, and different age groups are starting and finishing at different times. But yeah, I'll look out for him. Yeah, but thank, thanks for dropping us a line, Jared. And yeah, um, look, if any, of you, any of you out there want to drop us a line, you can do. Just send an email to matt at the reverse stick.net or john at the reverse stick.net. Got a story for us, got a tale to tell. We'll be happy to include it in the show. Yes, most definitely. Uh, what have you got in your hand there? Hey. I have a grip in my hand, Matt, from the Hockey Dreams Foundation. Oh, this is it. They've arrived. It's a gribbed grip. Yep. And it's very nice. And it's going to go on my stick and uh, go to the Masters with me. Beautiful. So it'll be our good luck charm at the Masters. And the st the uh, Dreams Foundation. You got some new shoes yet? No. So oh, it's still taped up. Oh, yeah. Still got the, <laughs> the strapping tape wrapped around the toe. I went shoe shopping on Monday. Get some new shoes. Yeah. Oh, Tuesday. Tuesday it was. Just came back with three pairs of high heels. <laughs> no. Well, what else? 
<laughs> no, you needed this one, mate. Sorry, princess. The, uh, I'll go to a shoe store, right? There's, what, 20 different brands of shoes, each with 20 different lines that all basically are the same shoe in different colours and slightly different styles. Yeah, so you went it for was, a pink pair? No. It Sorry. was very disappointing. It, oh, I just, this is going to be very disconcerting for John because I can reach everything now before he's had everything <laughs> stuck away in the corner linked up into his computer. Yeah, this is not going to be fun, is it? Um, what did you think about my final win at the weekend anyway, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, thanks very much. Very kind of you. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on, as you were saying. Shoes. You couldn't get any shoes. Yeah. Uh, Are you looking for a shoe sponsor? You, you want a nice new pair of Asics gel... Jow hockey I'd like series, to, although my, like my multicoloured pair. I'd actually like a pair of either Puma Grass Cats uh-huh. or the Princess T14s I was wearing. Oh, right, yeah. They're, they're good multi... Because I'm, I'm not just on turf and I'm not just on grass. So. No, no, you're an all-round athlete, aren't you? Yeah, yeah that's right. So I'm looking for the Grass Cats. The old Puma Grass Cats, where are they these days? They're a great cross-purpose shoe for that sort of stuff. And we've got all the hockey-specific ones now. Yeah, but, but most of them are for turf. So if you are... Uh, yeah, it's all right, but you can... But most of the grass is here's turf-like oh, anyway. N- not. But if you're, a shoe, if you're a shoe you manufacturer, um, we'll uh, we'll give you a couple of weeks' worth of sponsorship of two new pairs. What am I? I'm, I'm, talking I'm about uh, US, US 13. Uh, what size are you? Uh, I'm 10 or 11 or something. Right. I don't know. All right, and just a pair of 10 or 11 or something for John. <laughs> yeah. Send us three <laughs> pairs of varying sizes. And we'll send them back if they don't fit. Yeah. yeah. Or give them away to needy hockey players. Yeah. No, we are the needy hockey players. Oh. There's not, I don't think there's anyone below us on the this show. Is, I think we might find someone. Maybe not in this country. <laughs> but yeah, that's it for me, mate. I'm just, yeah, it's been a, um, it was two, two days of hockey celebrations, uh, Leading into the week, two days of getting over the hangover. Um, bit of walking hockey this morning, managed about three and a half minutes and uh, twisted <laughs> twisted my hip. Fortunately got called off the field to go and have a meeting with someone, which was uh, rather rather fortuitous. Lucky, lucky. <laughs> Great season, mate. Great victory. It was, uh, you deserved it and it was a enjoyable game to watch because you guys were in control for most of it. Yeah. Um, we earned it. Well we earned it. you got to you got to earn it when you get to the big dance yeah. and we earned it. I think the busy time's finished for us too, folks. So in the next few weeks, uh, we'll be getting back more into getting the podcast and more guests and stuff like that. Yeah, and more Push Past Pundits on its way yep. as well. Don't forget to follow at Push Past Pundits on the Twits and uh, on Facebook. And you'll be able to keep up with um, my journey with the Masters too. I'll yeah, well, uh, yeah, 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 well, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll do some video bits and yeah. uh, some audio bits that we'll chuck into the show and... Uh, Looking forward to it. Yeah, a bit, a bit more time on our hands. Of course, you know, three weeks till summer hockey starts. See you, mate. See ya. That's pretty good, isn't it? These are pretty cool. We can do all sorts of stuff with this, Matt. We can go stupid on this stuff. What's your favourite one? Uh, well, cause probably because it's the one that I hear the most when, when you know, after I finish speaking. <laughs> I like, like being a funny guy and all that. <laughs> Just love it. Thank you, patrons. Yeah, thanks a lot, folks. And we uh, 
hope to be bringing you some actual quality podcasting in the future. That was the first run. First run on the new gear. I hope it's bloody recorded. It, it's a wonderful piece of kit, but it's taken us ages to, just to plug it in and get it working, isn't it? That's oh. all right. Not bad from a couple of old technophobes. Yep. Thanks, folks. See you for 113.